Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Six Sour Studios. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark, Mark Walters. Walters. Enemies of freedom, huh? The enemies of freedom. <laughs> Are they out there? Good heavens. I made the mistake today of driving and, and listening to Fox News on satellite radio on the way back for a little bit, which I, I generally don't do. But a couple of Supreme Court decisions came down today that I was fascinated in, so I was paying attention to that. Greg in Dallas, Texas, how you doing today, my brother from another mother with all the bells and whistles and lights and switches and stuff in the mothership down there in the knock? Yeah, all that stuff. We're melting over here. <laughs> it's a, It's been a long day. So here we are in the six-hour studios on the Crossbreed Holsters mic, all brought to you by X Insurance, back at AAR Ranch. You've got a ranch? Uh, you, you have a ranch? Hold you on. Me you, you have a ranch? That threw me off yesterday when I was at Daniel Defense, and it really screwed me up. I forgot where I was going and what I was it, it, you, you have me laughing. But it's a Friday, so we're going to have some fun today and talk about some really goofy stuff. But, yeah, I got up at um, 5.30 this morning. Ryan Petty and I and his wife had dinner at a Jim and Nick's barbecue yesterday, which was really good. And I actually got back to the hotel about 8.30, something like that. Rehearsed a little guitar because, yes, I took it with me. I'm just that way. I can't miss a day of rehearsal. And... Got up at 5 o'clock, left at 5.45 this morning, drove four and a half hours, five hours, got back in time for my guitar lesson, got done with that in time to crush myself. I hadn't eaten all day. So you know what I stopped and had? But you know that. I can ask you that because you know we talked about it during the break. Yeah, you went to the garbage factory. <sighs> I went to McDonald's and I hadn't eaten all day <laughs> since the night before. And I am just, it's its painful, man. Yeah, it is. I only do that's, their breakfast. I won't do that anything stuff. Else. It tastes good going down, but it just sits in you. And I'm feeling this on a Friday and I'm thinking, I don't want to feel like this on a Friday. I get one day off. I don't want to do couch loser stuff today at the ranch you, you have a ranch yeah i have a ranch john so um it's been a long day and here we are on air yesterday oh i would rather be where i was yesterday greg oh, oh listeners that was so fun i greg i wish you could have been there yeah well someone's got to be here in dallas keep making sure everything goes out so yeah well i think we just found out we have we had an equipment problem. I think we might have solved it. It's going to be one of those things. I, listeners who like to know this stuff, I think it. Yeah, it could just been the cord. But I don't. Oh, is it a cable? I, no, I think it was a four thousand dollar cord. <laughs> yeah. Was, but I think that is possibly what it is. We're going to know today. But yeah, uh, Daniel Defense was amazing yesterday. I enjoyed the show. And I I got to tell you, spending that time with Ryan and Kelly, when that story broke of Deputy Peterson. 
being acquitted. Yeah. F- 10 seconds before we went live. His phone was buzzing. And if you go back, ladies and gentlemen, and this is fun for all the audiophiles that like that stuff, that like to listen to us talk on the mics when we're doing sound checks and all that stuff before the show. If you go back and listen to the podcast, you will hear as he's talking, you'll hear the buzzing. Of his oh, phone yeah. I heard that all yesterday. Did you hear that? Yeah. It went on the whole time. And it was interesting because right before we went on air, and I mean five seconds before we went on air, he gave Fox News a statement. And while we were on air, the Fox News piece popped up with his statement while he was on air with us at Daniel Defense. How about that? Asking him for his his uh, his thoughts on on that. But, you know, we talked about it. I guess I, I can't say at length. Were you shocked by that decision? Well, what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen, is the coward deputy, the old dude down there who shouldn't have been doing what he was doing. The coward of Broward. The coward of Broward was charged with seven felonies and he skated on all of them. And when I saw the photograph of him. You know, with the all excited, all I could think about was the man sitting at my table. Yeah. Who lost his daughter. Yep. He was sitting right there with me. And I saw that photograph and it angered me. I I guess, you know, the legality of it is different than the reality of it. How does that sound fair to say? The legal aspect of it? Mm. Yeah. It, it doesn't fix the problem. Kind of like. A story we're going to talk about here in a few minutes. Kid's mom is getting beat up, and the kid shoots the guy beating up his mom. And the guy runs away. You want to keep chasing the guy and put him down. He's just beat up your mom. Could have killed her. You know, the legality of that is he already ran away, even though we know we want to do it, right? We want to be able to chase him down. And that's kind of what this is like. In a sense, it's... You want to see the guy go down. But the legality of it is a case like that had never been tried before. There would never been a cop charged under those circumstances ever before. And, you know, I guess I, I still can't find anywhere if it was due to the Supreme Court, previous Supreme Court decisions that he was, he was under no duty. I don't, did you see anything about that? Of course, I was driving today. I didn't spend a lot of time on it. To be honest, I didn't look anything up on it. I um, I've only uh, been seeing the most recent Supreme Court rulings. They're not they're, that didn't make national news, at least in my world and from what I see. Um, but you know, having known about that Supreme Court case and having that kind of be in the back of my head a lot when it comes to seeing law enforcement in action and seeing law enforcement in, in on trial, uh, I always think about that. You know, the, yeah, I'm with you on that. It, they, it comes up. They it don't. Does. They don't have a duty to protect you, and you know. And then you see the serve and protect on the side of their vehicle, and I just chuckle. And, and you know, it's just a slogan. It's just a statement. It's well, not action. Hey, it's Friday, fun Friday, right? Let's tell you a fun story. My first year of college, I over the summertime, my mom and dad. My car was busted. They wouldn't let me take their car, and I wanted to drive it from Virginia up to Connecticut to see my girlfriend. They said no. I said, fine, I'll walk from Virginia to Connecticut. So I grabbed a buddy of mine, Robert, and his sister dumped us off on the Powhatan Expressway outside Richmond, and we walked. We hitchhiked all the way to Connecticut. How many hours? Well, believe it or not, it only took us about two extra hours than it would have if we drove because we actually got a ride 
to Northern Virginia, and then some dude picked us up and took us all the way up. Oh wow! To Connecticut. So it, on the way back, it took three days. Oh wow! And two run-ins with New Jersey State Troopers. Yeah, that was ugly. Yeah, I'm not going into that. Now we didn't get in any trouble, but they were just not friendly men. Shocking. And it was, if I they I picked us up under an underpass. We had signs. My buddy Robert had a sign. Well, it wasn't a sign. He had a Virginia license plate he was holding up. We were on the Garden State Expressway. And I had a sign about 20 feet behind him that said, what if we were your kids on a cardboard, written in cardboard. Right. And here comes a New Jersey state trooper, picks us up, drops us off at the at the exit ramp at the toll booth and says, I don't want to see you back here on my highway. And my buddy Robert goes, oh, this is your highway? I went, oh, no. <laughs> here we go. Oh, this game on. <laughs> Robert, come on, dude. He says, what did you say, boy? I went, oh, no. We didn't get in any trouble. You know, he came back and had a little talking to us. Mm. So we waited about an hour and got back out on the highway. Made it about a mile because we were walking in the toll booth lady. We found out, called him back and told us that we walked out. He popped up and said, what did I tell you what was going to happen if we saw you on my highway? I said, well, you didn't tell us what was going to happen. He said, let me tell you what's going to happen. I'm dropping you off at the next booth. If I see you again on my highway, I'm going to arrest you. For what? So, I don't know. Being on this highway. I have no idea. I was 18 years old. Making things up. And you don't hitchhike anymore today. No way. You you don't do it. And it was a really stupid thing for us to do then anyway. Because, I mean, we hitched through New York City the whole nine yards. We were fortunate we got ride uh, coming back over the Tappan Zee Bridge, put us on the Garden State Parkway. But, um, yeah, we, we, we did that one time. And... uh I don't. Why did I even bring that up? I got to talking about that. You want to refresh my memory? Uh, no, we went down this highway, and this is where we're at at the next toll booth. Of wondering why we're here and what we're doing, and how long <laughs> we it's going to take to highway. get out. <laughs> oh, all I know is we've got. Oh, this Defender Coffee better hurry up and kick in. I'm telling you what, ladies and gentlemen, we've got 30 seconds. Listeners to the in next the chat, if you can remember what got us there, go ahead and chat us, and we'll go back to that. Because we were talking about Patterson, and I don't know how we got to Peterson. That. Peterson, Patterson. It's a, it's a, been a long Friday so far today. All I can tell you is I wish I was back on, back on that range with those Mark 18s, man. Dumping those mags in full auto. That was incredible stuff. All right, we're getting ready to take a break. Thank goodness. The next tollway. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting off at the next exit. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, you're allowed to be on my highway today. And my highway is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. We'll see if we can figure out how we even got there. I, I, don't, I, don't, even, I don't even remember how we got there. So those of you in the chat, I know you guys are paying attention. Hook a brother up. That would be kind of cool. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense in the Sig Sauer Studios. Crossbreed Mike will continue. Obviously, we have no idea where we're going, but it'll be fun. You, you have a ranch? Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. 
AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at CrimeResearch.org. CrimeResearch.org. Please help us today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available on 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Daniel Defense Firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. It was just there yesterday, a lot of fun, and it is freedom, it is passion, and it is precision, and it's real passion. That's a family business. Make sure to check them out at Daniel Defense. 
com. And I want to remind you, today's the last day for that uh, for that Red Double D Foundation. And you could win that pallet of ammo, 26,000 rounds, $16,000 worth. I walked right past the pallet yesterday on the floor. Oh, yeah? That's a lot of ammo. I'm sure it is. You will find a place in your garage for it, ladies and gentlemen, if you win. And, and as we talked about with Matt Albritton yesterday, you're not going to win if you don't play, right? And it's cheap. Just go in there and check it out, thedoubledfoundation.org. You'll see it flash right across the top of the website for you. Welcome back to AER Ranch. We're in the six-hour studios on the Crossbreed Holsters. Mike, it's all brought to you by X Insurance. And I remember during the break what took me there, and it was you, and a comment you made about police they protect and serve. You said it's just yeah. a saying, right? Yeah. Well, I was telling that long story because all the way it took us days to get home. We literally had one nickel in our pocket. We were exhausted by the time we finally, finally got dropped off in Powhatan on the interstate, and we made it to a convenience store. We weren't but two miles from Robert's house and access to an automobile, and he called his sister to come and get us. But before he called his sister, a police officer pulled up, and we asked the cop for a ride. We said, look, we've just walked, hitchhiked all the way from Connecticut. We've been on the road for two days. Could you possibly give us a ride two miles down the road? You know what the cop said to me? He pointed to the side of the car. It said to protect and serve. He said, looked at it. He said, what does that sign say on that car? What's that say? I said, it says to protect and serve. He says, that's right. It don't say taxi cab. He got in his car and drove off. Mm. That's what he said. It's, as sure, I'm, honest to God, as I'm sitting here talking to you, that angered me. I thought, well, serve. I guess it's the definition of the word serve, right? But he didn't serve us. And he just drove off. He drove off with his coffee. And I, we were just standing there going, we had a nickel. In those days, no cell phones. You know, pay phones were, what, a dime, if not a quarter at the time. So we bummed change, like bums. Now, can I say bums now? Yep. Yeah, good, because I'm going to. We bummed money for a pay phone, make a pay phone call for his sister Terry to come and get us. And I haven't spoken to Robert since then. It's <laughs> been a long time. I'm going to look him up on social media, see what's going on. There you go. Quite the story. Uh, crazy stuff. Okay, let's go to some real stuff. And this, that was real. It happened. There's a very strange case. Maybe it's strange. Maybe it's not strange. We'll talk about it. Listeners, I'll let you decide what you think it is. I think it's strange. And likely because I don't have all of the answers in front of me, but I have enough to give you. I mean, CBS Chicago, CBS News Chicago is reporting this. And when I saw this, I thought, wow, I want to talk about this today. There's a woman and her 14-year-old son in Chicago who stopped at a fast food joint. And fast food, we think of Burger King, McDonald's, that kind of stuff, Chick-fil-A. But it wasn't one of those places. It was a, a different, like an individual place. Maxwell Street Express. Have you ever heard of it? I've never heard of it. No, just the coffee. All right. The, the, Maxwell, not Maxwell Steel. I'm thinking of Maxwell House. Maxwell House. Good to the last drop. Don't get, please. I'm, <laughs> I'm paper thin as it is today, okay? Don't throw me off. But they went in. And she got into an argument with a loudmouth moron who was yelling, and she kept telling him something, and he kept saying, just get your food, just get your food, is what they quote in here. And he's on video, somebody's got a cell phone video, and I guess it was his girlfriend, and she's egging the guy on. And he turns around and he says, if you say one more thing, I'm going to punch you in your face. 
she said something. He rears back and pops this woman in the face with a closed fist at the counter. And her 14-year-old son is there. Well, too bad for the guy. The mom yelled for the kid to go get her gun. Now, this is where it gets murky. I believe the kid went to the car to get his mom's gun. When he gets popped again, or he pops her again, and I mean, he's hitting her, he's beating her in the face with closed fists, grown man, beating on this woman. And the mother tells the kid to shoot him. The kid shoots him once in the neck. He runs out of the store, and the kid follows him, and the mother's yelling at him to get him. The kid follows him outside, fires a couple more times, and kills the guy. Once the call came in, they looked at the video. Now, the woman was egging on the boyfriend, right? Yep. Well, the mother was eventually charged with felony murder. She didn't pull the trigger. You know what the felony murder is, right? Mm -hmm. You're the accomplice and someone's dead. You're responsible, even though. Well, the 14-year-old kid was charged. And he ran out. So this poses a lot of questions chasing the guy out while the kid was telling the cops he was a a threat. He thought he was coming back in kind of like he did. Right. Yeah. And this guy was just beating his mother could have killed her. Now, under Illinois law, like anywhere else, you have a right to defend yourself when that happens to you. But do you have a right to go out and chase the guy down? Prosecutors today declined charges and drop those charges against the mother and the 14 year old oh that's good news that's a that is good story. news but when you think where we're talking about here she was a law-abiding foid card holder i hate to even say that but that's what the law is in illinois she had a foid card she also had a concealed weapons permit and i guess it comes back down to as i look at this the whole chase outside they haven't released enough of the footage yet i've seen the cell phone footage of the guy popping her and then you hear the gunshot and the cell phone footage stops but there's security footage also and they've not released that yet or that i've seen before we went to air so what did that footage show that the prosecutors said in light of emerging evidence that they would drop those charges. Now, think again where we're talking about. We're talking about Chicago. What did they see? I don't know. Is it ever a good idea to follow somebody after they've been shot and they're running away? The general answer to that is no. In fact, you can be charged when the threat is over. So I guess this comes down to was the threat over? We haven't seen the rest of the footage. And for Chicago prosecutors to drop murder charges, I'm going to have to guess that the threat was likely not over, right? Would that make sense? I'm assuming here, and I don't like to do that, but based on the outcome, it seems to be a pretty fair assumption. You know, I would think it would be fair if uh, if he didn't re-engage with the pistol, you know, for them to follow out to make sure that the guy is gone, is either dead or has run away, is a fair thing to do, as long as you're not chasing him and re-engaging him with his back turned to you as he's fleeing. 
He was shot in the back, and the mother was heard telling him by witnesses to kill him. That's why this is this is interesting. I'm going to continue to look at this into the break, and we'll see if we can find out anything that might be breaking over this. But it happened about four days ago. But it's fascinating. Again, particularly because of where it is in Chicago. Interesting stuff. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, Six Hour Studios, Crossbreed Mike, X Insurance presenting all of it. Be right back. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. MyLocalGunShop.com, a website for gun buyers that gives you direct access to verified gun shops, their inventory, and more regardless of your location. There are no accounts and zero fees. If you are an FFL, you can upload thousands of items within minutes, giving all Americans access to your entire inventory for one simple flat rate. MyLocalGunShop.com, an innovative new way for gun buyers and verified FFLs to connect online. Visit MyLocalGunShop.com today. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus one rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. Hi, it's Mark Walters, your host of Armed American Radio. If your company sells only the highest quality products and you're looking for a way to reach these listeners, you're talking to the right guy. Armed American Radio has a package available to fit every budget, from startup to the seasoned advertiser looking for that perfect way to reach this massive audience on roughly 250 stations in the top markets in the nation. We're everywhere, and the show continues to explode across the country after 10 years. Together, we can help you reach a highly engaged and extremely knowledgeable audience. To hear your brand on this huge radio program for less than you ever thought possible and to speak directly with me, reach out to CCW Broadcast Media LLC right away at mark at armedamericanradio.org. Mark at armedamericanradio.org. And together, we'll bring your brand to Armed American Radio listeners and keep this powerful voice for gun rights on the airwaves. Again, to speak directly to me, reach out to me at mark at armedamericanradio.org. That's mark at armedamericanradio.org. The 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available on 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. 
Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The Gold Set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The Gold Set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. I'm unmuted. Oh, oh, we're live. Oh, hey, wow, welcome back. I didn't hear the music coming back. Maybe because... What's that? Host the show. Well, I have to know what's coming back. See, Greg got really busy. We were talking about all the electronic stuff, and, well, you know, the show just happened because it's a Friday, and that's what happens on a Friday at AAR Ranch. I have a ranch. Did you know that, Greg? Um, I no, I didn't. I didn't at all. Maybe Andy does. Andy you have does. a ranch? Hold on a second. So does John Lott. John Lott knows we have a ranch. You, you have a ranch? So we're talking about this kid, this 14-year-old kid in Chicago chasing this guy down and i was unable to find anything else during the break i did see i I did find another piece i'm trying to get off abc nbc cbs crap right and get into some of the other websites that might give us some more details here Uh, 16th and 17th district chicago police this is from a tweet one of the issues that should have been resolved through the court system is whether or not the mother of the 14-year-old was right in instructing him to handle a firearm and whether it's justified to shoot a threat and continue shooting that threat once it's no longer a threat. Well, anybody that's taken any professional self-defense training knows you shoot until the threat is neutralized, until it is no longer a threat. Whatever neutralized is, neutralized means no longer a threat. doesn't mean dead means no longer a threat. And if it happens to be dead, that's no longer a threat. Well, pick another line of work, criminal. No sympathy for you. But it looks like this kid chased him out, and for whatever reason, the prosecutors are are not moving for it. Now, I'm all for this kid doing what he did, protecting his mother. Aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. Here's an instance of where someone under 18 used a firearm to defend his mother's life, and uh, they don't want anybody that's 18 to 20 to be able to purchase a firearm. I have to guess that the prosecutors really had to swallow it on this one and not charge, because you would think, that, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say. That, that's not a fair thing to say, because I don't know. I will say this. It sounds like they're following the law, which is a good thing. Shocking. Out of Chicago, right? I mean, when you hear Chicago, you think certain things. Yep. 
Just like when you hear Alvin Bragg, you think certain things. Just like when you hear Sotomayor and Kagan and and the rest of the liberals on the court, you know how they're going to vote. And by the way, we'll talk about some of those Supreme Court decisions today, too. You spent some time on those today. I read as much as I could today, yeah. which wasn't a lot, but I, I I love getting to the part where it says it is so ordered. I mean, that's just like so final. That's like in your face, Biden. You do not have a right to infringe on Second Amendment rights. It is so ordered, right? Oh, don't you love that? Because it's so in your face. And Biden got slapped hard a couple times today. Big cases, too. But when I see brag, when I see things like this, I, like the rest of us, you just assume certain things. So I guess it's not a fair statement to say, maybe these prosecutors are doing what, maybe they had to eat it, maybe they don't like the law. But guess what? They followed it, didn't they? And that's what mattered. Now, we had another case of a judge actually following the law. And this one was, Greg, up your alley. I thought about you when I saw this. I couldn't wait to talk about this today. New York's son or the son of New York. And this is a felon case. You like this stuff. This is we could talk two hours on this stuff. Easily in win for gun rights advocates, federal judge declares ban on felons possessing firearms unconstitutional. Oh, well, hey, how about that? Yeah, this is yesterday. Hmm. Interesting. Thirty in the afternoon. It is interesting for a number of different reasons, because this is the first case that I can think of where the felon was a violent felony. Oh, wow. What is his original charge? It was a 1992 Mm -hmm. felony conviction for aggravated assault Mm -hmm. and manslaughter. Oh, wow. Those are violent felonies. They are. I'd like to know, you know, I'm sure I can do this on my own, and I probably will, just to do a little more reading on the case, because I have a uh, a detective buddy that uh, we both go, th- go back and forth with this stuff, and we talk about gun laws and people that should and should not have firearms, and so we'll enjoy this conversation. I'll take a little more deeper look into it. Yeah, I figured you would. Um, but proof, ladies and gentlemen, we don't talk about this stuff before the show. The spontaneity is what's fun. But what was interesting to me about this case was the judge hated his ruling. But because of Bruin, he did what he was supposed to do. Now, he made clear he didn't like it. Yeah, he made clear he didn't like it. Which I guess if you're a judge, right? You can do that. Yeah. I mean, you got to rule. You got to rule on the way that the Constitution says, even if you may not like it. It just is what it is. Yeah, and in a case like this, the judge might disagree with their assessment of the Constitution but he deferred to the Supreme Court as the as he should. That's what a judge is supposed to do. So he did what he was supposed to do. He just didn't like it. In the latest application of the Supreme Court's Second Amendment jurisprudence, a federal judge from the Southern District of Mississippi, judge's name is Carlton Reeves, has overturned a man's conviction for gun possession, declaring that the federal ban on felons owning weapons does not pass constitutional muster under the Second Amendment. I mean, hey, check your wrist or your forearm again and see if it has anything to do with uh, people with felony convictions. Well, let's do that. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed unless you have a felony. Huh? Oh, it doesn't say that. Oh, exactly. It just says shall not be infringed. It stops there with a period. I so. think this is an excellent opportunity but, for people to even um, go after the Brady Act after this, because the Brady Act is what infringes on that individual's right to possess firearms. 
considering the Brady Act was kind of written out of nonsense. I mean, yeah, Reagan was shot and James Brady was shot and both tragic. But the guy that shot them was not a felon until he shot them. So there's, it's not like this was an ex-felon in possession of a firearm that then shot the president. It's an, it's an instance where the, these are the people they went after because of that. Yeah, this guy's name. This is a fascinating conversation. We're going to carry this on now as long as it takes, even if it goes into the next hour, because it's worth discussion. The guy who challenged the ban, his name is Jesse Bullock, and he argued that his, and this was a 1992 felony conviction for aggravated assault and manslaughter. And his 2015 conviction for attempted assault of a law enforcement officer. Mm. So this guy's got a violent felony record here. That he does. Those are clearly violent felonies. Now, as we've talked about on the show, this is a fascinating conversation to debate because, as I've said on the show before, and I stand by, there's different degrees of felonies, right? Correct. You embezzle $2,000 from your employer. It's a felony. Should you be banned from owning a firearm and being able to defend yourself and your family for that type of crime? Versus the guy who I met that builds smokers that wants his rights back after he popped a guy in the kneecaps because he wouldn't listen to him and get on his knees. And that guy's permanently maimed for life. Even though the smoker builder guy did his time, completed his sentence, should he have his rights back? And if so, how, how much time needs to go by? Okay, these are legitimate debates. They're legitimate debates to have. Does that mean that you know his wife has never committed a crime? She can't have a gun in the home because of him? He doesn't have a right to defend his life if somebody breaks in. He's already committed. He's, he committed the crime. He did the time. He served his entire sentence. These are a lifetime ban. When we come back from the break, we're going to go into this a little bit because the judge, in his decision, touched on some of that. And he hit Bruin about it. And we'll talk a little bit about that because it is, it's, it's fascinating it's a legitimate debate, and I guess it boils down to, do you lose your rights as a human being to defend your life because you committed a felony? Fascinating stuff. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense in the Six Hour Studios. All of it brought to you by X Insurance on this Crossbreed Holsters mic. We'll wrap up this hour with that conversation. Heck, we might even carry this one into the next hour. We'll see how time gives us or how much time we need on this. We'll be back right after this. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. 
Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. MyLocalGunShop.com, a website for gun buyers that gives you direct access to verified gun shops, their inventory, and more regardless of your location. There are no accounts and zero fees. If you are an FFL, you can upload thousands of items within minutes, giving all Americans access to your entire inventory for one simple flat rate. MyLocalGunShop.com, an innovative new way for gun buyers and verified FFLs to connect online. Visit MyLocalGunShop.com today. The long-awaited Sig Sauer P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with Sig Light Night Sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at SigSauer.com for the new P365 380. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. The Gold Set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The Gold Set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Oh, back to the show. I better get some Defender coffee here. How about some Defender coffee? Hold on. Mm. 
That was a real yawn, by the way. Interesting, because Greg and I were debating this conversation that we're getting ready to have on air that we just had and we're going to move forward with. And I didn't yawn until the mic went live again. (laughs) I guess that's just the way it is, right? Yep. DefenderCoffee.com. Use the promo code AAR. It's working here in the studio today. And and I I didn't have any didn't have the luxury of Defender Coffee this morning. I had hotel lobby coffee. That's which wasn't. It's okay. It's hit or miss depending on the hotel. Yeah. Well, it was an embassy suites. It was a nice hotel. The coffee didn't suck. It was it was okay. All right. Welcome back in, guys. Let's continue this conversation in the Sig Sauer Studios for you. So here we got a Jesse Bullock who was convicted of violent felonies dating back to 1992 for aggravated assault and a manslaughter charge and a 2015 conviction for attempted assault of a law enforcement officer. And he argued that that should not bar him from exercising his constitutional right to own firearms. Now, let me throw... A little thing at you. Just I'm going to toss you a little birdie here. Just kind of keep this on your shoulder as this conversation progresses. Don't we call our constitutional right to keep and bear arms a God-given right? That is correct. Just keep that on your shoulder for a second. We're going to go back to that. So this guy, it's challenging. Obviously, what's called the the felon in possession ban. And according to him, he's he was falling on Bruin for this. That under the Supreme Court's latest interpretation, I don't like that word interpretation, but I I guess it's relevant. That the judge under that interpretation, according to Judge Reeves, that the felon in possession ban cannot be enforced under Bruin. So he held what well, Bruin held that the firearms regulations have to be consistent with the nation's historical traditional firearm regulation, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Well, if you take this all the way through, yeah, and we'll go back to that again. I want to remind you, I'm just going to say this until we get to that part of the conversation that Greg and I just had. Isn't the right to keep and bear arms a God given right? Aren't these certain and alienable rights? Inalienable is the that are being protected by our Constitution Mm -hmm. that predate our Constitution. Again, keep that in mind as we go through this. Scalia, according to Judge Reeves, because he didn't like the Bruin decision, and I quote him, he says, Justice Scalia knew firsthand the risk of cherry picking briefs to support one's ideological priors. Yet it appears that the court continues to engage in law office history. That is, history selected to fit the needs of people looking for ammunition in their causes. Hmm. And he continued, in constitutional interpretation. Nevertheless, the standard announced by the Supreme Court in Bruin is the law of the land. It must be enforced. Under that standard, the government has failed to meet its burden to convict Bullock of being a felon in possession. And as far as I know, this is the first case I've ever seen anyway where it involved violent felonies, Greg. I can't think of any other... It's never come up on this show. Yeah, I can't think of uh, another... I mean... I can't think of a case with a ruling as specific as this. Right, right. Good point. In fact, well, look here a little bit farther down because we're going through this in real time. 
Duke University Center on Firearms Law, Andrew Willinger, told The Sun that the decision from Reeves is especially notable because it affirmed the Second Amendment rights of violent felons. And he said, this is really the first case I can think of where we've seen a challenge of the felon possession ban has succeeded there you go. by someone with a record of committing violent felonies, as opposed to nonviolent felonies. So it looks like we're in okay company with that. I've not seen one. This yeah. is the first I've ever seen. I mean, we've heard of something similar and opinions similar, and I believe um, um, Justice... Uh, what is her name? Uh, she was the last one that uh, Trump appointed. Um, Amy Coney Barrett. Coney Barrett, yes. I, I've read opinions of her where she mm-hmm. thought that this was an unconstitutional rule as well, where the lifetime ban was just simply inhumane and unconstitutional. So we'll, well see that came where this up goes. in her hearings. That, that was used by the left against her in her hearings. You're yeah. right. But this Winninger guy says what I, I guess we all think. I'll quote him. The Supreme Court, in my opinion, will ultimately need to step in and clarify the interplay between past decisions that are relevant to this question. And I I found it interesting. Well, not really, I guess. It is because the judge lambasted the high court from his bench at Jackson. In asking lower courts to consider firearms regulation as either consistent or not with the the nation's historical tradition, jurists are forced to play historian, quoting, in the name of constitutional adjudication. Well, yeah, maybe. What difference does it make if you look that up or if you look up previous precedent-setting court cases? Mm -hmm. All right? Do your job. That's what the Supreme Court told you to do, Your Honor. That kind of sounds like what it is to me. He's upset he's having to make this ruling because he doesn't agree with it, but it's a ruling he has to make because it's constitutional. Which I respect. I do, too. I respect that. And I also think that he's upset that it's having to go through the lower courts before it goes straight to the the, the highest court, which is procedure. Maybe. Hello. This is how this happens is it goes through the lower courts and it works its way up. And then once it gets to the Supreme Court in the district of the country you live in, if it's still appealed higher by the state and you continue to contest it, then the Supreme Court determines whether they'll take it onto their docket, they'll hear the case, and then they make a ruling. Yeah, and here's what a lot of people don't know. And the judge pointed this out because you're spot on there. He doesn't like the Bruin decision, which I don't really care. What I care about is he did his job. Yes. So I respect that. You can say whatever you want. I disagree with this. I don't like this, but it's the law of the land. And I must do this. Yep. So, I mean, you know, why do you have to say that if you're judging? Is it a political thing? Are you afraid that your liberal party goers and neighbors might not like you because of a decision you made? Well, too bad. Yeah, it's running cover. Uh, That's okay if you did it. I don't really care. Good for you. But he said this, the federal felon in possession ban, and this brings up a lot of questions. The federal felon in possession ban was enacted in 1938, not 1791 or 1868, the years the Second and Fourteen Amendments were ratified. The government's brief in this case does not identify a well-established and representative historical analog from either era supporting the categorical disarmament of tens of millions of Americans. Boom. This is going to be that's the operative clause here. Yes, that's big. That is big because this is going to come out. Oh, man, I can see the court taking this case. I, I absolutely do. Case. I absolutely believe they will. And maybe not. Maybe even if it's not this one, it's something like this is going to get there. I, I, I can see that happening. I mean, sometimes there are first of their kind lawsuits 
where there is no precedent-setting case that, well, they're just going to have to work their way through the system until things can be fixed. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that happens, Greg. Yes, it does. And sometimes it's not always gun cases. Hmm. We'll just see what happens here. When we come back, we're likely going to continue this conversation for a few minutes. There's a little bit more to talk about here, but I think I think that paragraph, uh, that statement from the judge is important. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense here from AAR Ranch today after leaving Daniel Defense early this morning. We'll continue at six minutes after the hour on the flip side. Don't go away. We'll be right back with hour two. You, you have a ranch? Just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance. X Insurance on the Armed American Radio Network. I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. It took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all-day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high-quality leather and a premium indoor-outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts. Or call 800-978-9358, and remember, use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. 